Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Answering Questions from Reddit, and welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going back to Reddit to answer any questions, to give our advice, and to learn something new, hopefully. Uh, dude, I've been learning. God, dude, the last couple of ones, especially, I've been learning a lot. Uh, but yeah, let's go over to uh, something I'm very... Uh, very knowledgeable about is social anxiety. Well, I don't know if I'm knowledgeable about it, but I definitely have a lot of experience with it. Uh, but let's go over to the first post. I wore a crop top and it made me feel like the main character that I am. I had this crop top that my aunt gave me to uh, for uh, over a year, but I never wore it because I live in an extremely conservative small town. Today, I decided to do my hair, wear green, see through sunglasses and the crop top. When I went out there, there was a group of people standing and as they, and they stared at me all, uh, and they all followed my walking with their heads. I felt so powerful, and I even smiled because it was equally satisfying and funny. Life with low social anxiety and more confidence is indescribably better. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, we, you know, we have to always remember we are the main characters of our own story, right? We're so used to seeing other stories where there is a main character involved, right? Whether you're watching fiction or if you're watching us like a documentary. Right, there's a main story in all those stories, but you ultimately are the main story, uh, main character of your own story. So you always have to remember that as you go along. And if that is something that helps you, totally fine, no problem with that. Um, you know, don't I? I don't like to take it to like the complete extreme. Right, like that, that's not extreme at all. That's totally fine. Um, but when you see some of these girls on Instagram that are, I you know I don't even know what they're doing, dude. Like some of them, uh, you know, they just go completely like half naked on there to get attention, all that stuff. If that's something that you want to do, that's fine, I suppose. But it's, I don't know, man, it, it, uh, it, it kind of irks me sometimes to see, uh, you know, young, young girls on there doing that and, uh, you know, kind of wasting away only to try and get, try and get this uh, false sense of confidence. Cause I mean, it's not hard, like, you know, it's not hard to get a compliment from a guy online um, when you're doing that. Right. You know, if you are in a fucking bikini and you're showing your ass, of course, there's going to be a lot of guys that are just, you know, like, oh, my God, beautiful. So beautiful. You know, you're going to find some simps on there. They're going to do that anyway. Uh, but before I get too far into that, just just make sure you don't go to the the like complete extreme of that. That is absolutely OK, though. Uh, it's always nice to go into a conservative, more of a conservative uh, place. By the way, I am a conservative, you know, who surprised. Uh, but I, I always like to to throw people off with that with that kind of stuff um anyway let's go over to here i just ate a spoonful of sugar and some canned meat because i feel too uncomfortable going to the store and there's nothing else in the kitchen i've had worse days yeah that's kind of rough um I, if anything i i'm more of a the lazy type so if anything if i end up not going somewhere it's because i'm too lazy now um but i, I definitely get that in in the sense that you know when you're uh you know I don't think I've ever had that problem, the that problem with social anxiety where I'm not where I don't want to go to a store. Um, it was definitely pretty bad though at one point where I didn't want to. I definitely went to like self self checkout. I mean, self checkout's like the new uh, cop out for anybody with social anxiety, right? You just go to self checkout and be like, oh, don't have to deal with anybody except you still have that person in there that's like, uh, hey, would you like any bags? Would you like to buy any bags? Would you like to buy a bag? You know, all that kind of shit. So, yeah, uh, let's go over to the next uh, post over here. Does anyone help? Uh, does anyone else, else hate greeting, saying goodbye to people? Honestly, I'd say 75% of my social uh, my anxiety about socializing comes from the whole greeting, saving, saying goodbye part. 
feels so awkward and I hate hugging people, especially people I'm not that close with. My partner and I are going away for the weekend to see his family, who I've only met a few times, and I absolutely dread the moment where we all have to say goodbye and hug. I just find it so awkward and uncomfortable. I really don't know what to say, and I feel like I end up saying awkward things. I'd probably say I hate saying goodbye more than greeting. Anyone who has overcome this and have any advice? Um, you know what? I, I used to kind of hate this in my... Uh, in my in my in my household too like when we would go over to my grandmother's house uh, rest in peace by the way uh, when we used to go over to my grandmother's house and there would be you know i have a pretty big family now not all of them came to this but it was you know when you had to leave you had to figure out okay how am i gonna where am i gonna start where am i gonna you know who do i hug who do i not hug you know it's really tough to kind of figure out uh and as i kind of went through it was like fuck dude uh, oh, that person in the bathroom? Shit, how am I going to say goodbye to them? You know, there's all this, there's all this like workaround that you have to do to try and get the fuck out of there. And it's like, oh, how do I, how do I get out of this place? I don't know what to do. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, it can be pretty tough to kind of figure out. But I mean, did I dread it? Not as much. You know, when I wanted to go, I just went, you know, especially once I got my own car and I, I went to these events like, by like you know uh not by myself right like my mom my mom and my sister were still there but we all like went separately so that we could leave whenever we needed to so um so yeah i mean it doesn't uh never really bother me too much but i definitely see where this person's coming from i, I definitely get where that's coming from uh let me see here oh my god this is a fucking storybook here uh, social anxiety makes everything so awkward. People who don't have uh, have it don't understand how uncomfortable it makes you feel all the time. I wish this anxiety would go away. Yeah, I mean, when we think about this, it's, I mean, even I can't completely remember the, like, the most extreme feelings of this. Um, like, do I, did I feel it? Do I feel it sometimes when I'm doing my interviews? Well, I haven't done an interview for, like, two or three months, I think. So it's been a little while since I've done an interview. Uh like being honest here, even though I have some on backlog, like you'll see me like one that's coming out uh, next week is with Justin Bryan. And it's like, you know, I have super long hair. I, I look completely different. Right. Cause it was back in like, I think April, maybe May, but I think it was April. So, you know, when you're, when I'm looking at that, I'm just like, Oh my God, dude. It, it, so I, I, I don't really remember this too much, but I definitely know what you're saying though. Because the the thing is that when you don't have that kind of social anxiety, it's hard to look at somebody with social anxiety. And I mean, I think this is where the ignorance comes from, right? When people just say, "Oh, just get over it, just do this, just do that." Sure, there is some there's there is some um, truth to that, right? You do have to get over it. But how do you get over it? You can't just say get over it and people just get over it, right? How do you get over it? Do you? And that's where the nuance of that conversation has to come, right? That's where the nuance comes in. So, yeah, it's always uh, you have to kind of figure that out as you go along. So uh, let's see this. Ooh, I'm getting social. I'm getting anxiety just here. Just reading this one. Hold on. Give me one second. I cough off Mike uh, went out to eat with coworkers. Things went bad. Ooh, that's not good. My coworkers decided to invite me to, uh, out to eat after uh, today after work. I was really excited that they even considered me. In social situations, I tend to get super anxious, though, especially when it's a small group of people about five, like it was tonight. It's not necessarily small enough to have individual conversations, but not large enough to where you don't feel pressured to speak. But we went out to Applebee's and things went horrible for me socially. For almost the entire time, I was just sitting there not saying a word, not because I didn't want to or because I didn't want to be there. Like I said before, I was excited so they would uh, 
I was excited that they would even invite me. I just couldn't think of anything to add to the conversation. So I sat in silence while everyone else talked. They'd ask me some questions that I would answer, but it was never really like I was fully there. Part of the overarching uh, conversation, you know. It's so frustrating because this always happens to me. I get nervous and I end up not knowing what to say. One of them even pointed out, look at them two. There was another guy with me and the rest of the, were with women over uh, over there being all awkward. Why would you say that? That makes things worse because you know, uh, because now you're pointing out, pointing it out. It's a, uh, it's embarrassing too. I'm so disappointed in myself for not being able to hold a conversation with anyone else. I thought I would go do good, but it went really badly. I cried on the way home, just sad and frustrated. I don't have any friends, and it's because of my social anxiety. I hate this. Um, so you have to be, you have to be like careful with this. So okay, obviously we've talked about the the anxiety spiral, especially the social anxiety spiral, right? Uh, there's the before, there's the during, and there's the after, and I'm sure there's other ones I can't remember off the top of my head, but there is, you know, the before the event anxiety that you get, there's the during the event anxiety that you get, and there's the after of the event anxiety that you get, and you have to be very careful with the after the event anxiety, because that's when it sticks with you. That's when it's like, oh, it follows you into the next day, um, and so, uh, you know, in this case, I would be, so listen, first off, the problem with social anxiety, I always say, is the 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 social skills, right? Well, you just haven't developed your social skills enough to hold these conversations or to be okay with the silence that comes with um, not speaking at this time, not speaking at that time, not doing this, not doing that, right? That's totally fine if you don't have that. Um, if you – some advice for people that do want to engage in conversations – uh, ask questions, right? If you're not that knowledgeable, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask those questions, right? Uh, I guess I'll give an example. When I was at my grandmother's funeral last week, one of the things that I did was I asked people, well, what are you doing? What, uh, what are you guys doing? And, uh, you know, like, what are you guys, uh, you know, I'll, like one of my cousins was doing like, it was a very particular job and I didn't really know exactly what it was. And I was like, oh, what, what does that exactly mean? You know, um, and it was about like foreclosing houses and stuff. And I was like, I was, I, I generally was interested in what they were doing. Like, oh, what, what does that mean? And so, you know, if you ask questions, it takes some of the burden off of you, but you're still engaging in the conversation because this is somebody, you started this whole train of thought. So therefore somebody has to answer that train of thought. Uh, and so you're actively engaging in the conversation. So you have to be, um, so yeah, asking questions is always a good thing. Also, dude, whenever whenever there's a bunch of women at a, at, at something, dude, I, I remember. I mean, this happened to me, right? Same thing at my grandmother's funeral, like a day before my grandmother's funeral, we went to this restaurant, and dude, they were just talking up a storm. And guess what? I didn't really talk all that much. Okay, I didn't really talk all that much. All I said, you know, all I did was, you know, kind of make fun of them for the most part. You know, um, you know, one of my aunts was. She she did this thing where she like orders a salad, but with <laughs> she had, orders a salad with no lettuce, and I was I, I just made fun of her a little bit, you know that was it, nothing crazy, um, but you know it sometimes when like one group of either like if there's a bunch of men and one woman or there's a bunch of women and one man like they end up trying to like they end up like talking to each other a lot. Uh, more than maybe the the two that are the minority of people, right? It's just kind of what happens sometimes. Uh, so yeah, just trying to figure out and trying to be okay with the silence. Okay, don't judge yourself for being silent. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, like I said, if you do want to try and 
engage in the conversation, um, then try, then, like I said, try and get into, um, then try and get into asking questions or, you know, trying to do something like that. That Asking questions I find is one of the best things because it makes people feel validated, right? Because you want to know a little bit more about them. Uh, you know, think about anytime you've been asked a question, like genuinely, like, Oh, what, what, what does that mean? Like what, when you say you're doing this, like, what does that exactly mean? You know what I mean? Uh, once you, you're asked those kinds of questions, it actually does make you feel very validated. So it helps you because it takes the spotlight off of you, but also keeps you somewhere near the spotlight. Uh, maybe think of yourself a little bit more as a director, you know, the director behind the camera besides the, the, um, instead of the actor in front of it. You know what I mean? So you can think of it that way. Let's go to the next post. Uh, it looks like some good news. So happy. Can't really tell anyone in real life right this second other than my fiance when he gets home from work, but I have to tell someone I'm pregnant. We started trying a couple months ago. Very fortunate for it to not uh, not to take long. I'm, I'm going to be a mama. Good job for you. I don't know what that has to do with social anxiety, but good job for you. I'm assuming that you're a regular on this subreddit. Maybe that's what uh, maybe that's what uh, this is all going to. But yeah, that's definitely very good. Um, anytime people with like mental illness are able to uh, enjoy the light, the 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 gifts that life brings you it's so good it's such a such a happy moment so congratulations to you hopefully everything works out uh let's go to the next post running outside recently i've been thinking about starting to run outside again and the other day after a lot of debating i finally decided to do it got up at 6 a.m because i was so scared of people about people looking but i still did end up seeing a few people i felt like they were staring at me and thinking that i looked pathetic which ramped up my anxiety and ruined my mood even though the run was going pretty well I really enjoy running and would love to keep doing it, but my brain uh, is telling me really hard to stop. How can I overcome this? Um, just by doing it, man. I, I I used to run a lot back in you know high school. Now my knee, well, it, my knees are okay, but I, I tend to walk now. If anything, I I just don't like the the feeling of running. I'm on hard, uh, hard the hard ground, and I don't have good enough shoes to. I, mean, I I don't, dude. I I've never spent anything more than like fifty bucks on shoes, right? Even then, my usual limit is around like thirty something bucks. I don't like spending all that much money on shoes. So, uh, and a lot of these really good running shoes are, dude, like seventy bucks or something, dude. I knew some people that would spend like hundreds of dollars on shoes. Never understood it. Never fucking understood it. Anyway, going back to the actual question in this, um, yeah, just getting used to used to that. You know, uh, you can't. Try not to mind read. This is a big problem with with people with social anxiety is they end up, you know, you know, I was talking, I always talk about on this channel, right? Um, when I was in MMA, I would read cues, right? I'd read like social, I'd read like the the ticks on somebody's arm. Like if somebody moved their shoulder, I knew they were going to punch with that arm, right? But some, something that I don't always emphasize, I know I emphasize it once, but one thing that I didn't emphasize is that made me very hesitant because all of a sudden they could faint, which means they would fake they would just move their shoulder and I'd bite on it. So meaning I would try and move completely out of the way, wasting energy. And then also they would figure out my habits. They would figure out which side I would go to. So when you're thinking about, um, so in a sense, I'm trying to mind read there. The problem with that is, is that you can be wrong. You can be completely wrong and it can leave you in a bad state. So, you know, you always want to be very careful with the mind reading part, right? Um, you know, who knows what these people are thinking? And I, you can say, okay, obviously I could say something where I say like, oh yeah, but who cares, right? Uh, you know, obviously it seems like you care. 
but you have to think about yourself making progress. You have to think about what what are the pros and cons of the situation. I always talk about bringing bringing up the pros and cons. What is what are the pros of the situation? You're getting better with your uh, fitness as well as your social anxiety. And as you as you get better with your fitness, your mental health will start going up. Your confidence will start going up, and you'll start to probably feel better about the the people staring at you. The cons: people are staring at you. You're overanalyzing things. That's you know probably it. You know unless you know, some other physical things are happening, but it doesn't seem like it, uh, then seems like the pros outweigh the cons. That's a pretty good way to kind of think about that. Um, has anybody cured or at least lessened their social anxiety significantly through medication? Was prescribed Lexapro uh, for my social anxiety. And I'm just wondering if anybody has had significant results with an SSRI or any other type of med in combating their social anxiety. If so, what med and how has it helped or how does it make you feel better? Hoping to use therapy in conjunction with meds so that I don't have to rely on alcohol as a crutch in social interaction anymore. Greatly appreciate all answers. Thanks in advance. Um, I was on Zoloft, which you know works as an anti-anxiety as well. But um, did it help? Yes, it helped more with the depression, which helped with the social anxiety because, as we, as I've told, like as I've said many times on the podcast. I always had a really big problem with the 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 fourth stage or the, sorry the third stage of that anxiety spiral, which was the after event jitters or the judgment part of the 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 judgment part of the whole situation. Right, I would look at the whole social situation and be like, "Oh my god, I did this! I did this! Oh my, why would I even do that?" So uh, it definitely helped me with the mental or with the depression part, which went into the social anxiety part. But in terms of, uh, in terms of us, you know, actually, you know, or in terms of the medication, actually doing anything for my social anxiety, uh, it was mostly the therapy, if anything. Now, it doesn't mean that I haven't heard of people doing well with, you know, with therapy or with, uh, with medication, but in my case, it just wasn't. Um, let's see here. No friends and job. Early 20s and no friends in my new job. I'm a few weeks in and I already hate it. Some people started to ignore me. And sometimes when I go to eat lunch alone, it makes me feel like shit. I'm super socially sensitive. So when that happens, I have no motivation to work. Please, does anyone have any advice they can give me? So this can always be tough. Uh, I don't. You're only a few weeks in though. That's You have to remember. You have to put it in context. You're only a few weeks in. That's totally fine. There's no reason to panic. Okay. If you were one year in or two years in, I don't know what kind of job you work in. I'm going to assume a retail job, but I, I don't know if, even if that's the case, that's totally fine. It's no, there's no problem with that. Now I'm a little biased here because I had friends in both of my jobs. Like I, my mom got me my first job. My friend got me into my second job. So there are some things there. Uh, you know, I'm doing content creation now and I'm doing it with my friends. Right. So I've always had somebody to help me out when I was in school, the friends that I had in elementary school, I still had in high school. You know what I mean? Uh, not all of them, but you know, a, a couple of them. So like, you know, listen, there was a lot that I, I don't have a lot of experience in this, but in terms of you eating alone, or you doing this, you doing that? Like there's a lot to that, but it, like I said, you're only a couple of, you're only a couple of, weeks in so be you know don't don't worry about that too much you know that, like i said um if it gets to a year then yeah maybe there's something you should do 
but you know, like I said, try and ask quite like I said before in the previous post, you know, try and ask questions of people like, Hey, what is it that you, uh, or, you know, if you hear something on the grapevine, Hey, I hear you have a, have a child. How old is they? Uh, how old, how old is they? Don't, don't ask them that. How old are they? Uh, you know, use proper English, make sure you do that first. And then, yeah, then you can go from there. Let's go for the next post. Ask for a raise, social anxiety fears realized. I'm pretty underpaid, and after a lot of anxiety, I finally worked up the courage to ask for a raise. Problem is, my boss is pretty bad when it comes to this sort of thing. I asked who handles salaries. They said this person, this other person supports. So I emailed the former. Turns out I was told the other person who supports was the one I actually was supposed to be contacted. My boss called me and basically told me off for contacting the wrong person, and apparently this caused a stir high up. Uh, higher up in the company. I'm now worried I'm going to get dismissed or have some form of punishment. My chest is burning. I just want to die for a bit or at least leave the company. Um, yeah, this is a pretty rough one. So listen, just take responsibility for what has happened, right? You, you saw, you thought, um, so, you know, you have to be pretty, uh, you have to be pretty, direct with your questions right um i'm not sure exactly how you ask this but you could ask okay so who would i email for this raise you gave me two people who would i email right um this is something that you can learn like this, this isn't this is more of a hindsight thing right uh but just learn from your mistakes listen i dude there was a moment i i guess i'll talk, tell you about one of the worst moments that i ever had in my old job right there uh i used to work at a like a car parts place right um, we, we dealt with like cars and stuff i worked in the back and in, in receiving and every now and then we would go to this place called the hub which had uh we we shared with a couple other car parts places we are all owned under one big company right uh and i worked at the hyundai branch right and so one of the things that we we when we go to this hub place we we would store a bunch of like the really big uh, of some of the really big items, like the big bumper. Uh, it was for us. It was mainly, yeah, I think it was just all uh, bumper covers, right? Which you know, of course, is the stuff you have in the bumper. But we didn't have a lot of space in our um, in our st uh, store at the time. And so, you know, one of the things that happened one day, I, I I was working on a random Saturday or something like that, and I decided, oh yeah, you know, it would be a good idea. I'll go over to. Um, I'll go over to the hub and I'll go ahead and get these bumper covers. Cause we, we were, we were cleaning out our part of the hub at this point because uh, the, the hub was, they were shutting down the hub and they were only going to be one store was going to be basically taking priority over the hub. So I decided to go in and I, you know, just, I, you know, I ended up using the key, ended up getting in just fine. And I started loading up the bumper covers. Anyway, I end up uh, seeing something and there's like police outside. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And, I was like, what the heck, you know, and I was like, you know, I looked out and they were kind of like, you know, one of them had this, his, his hand on the gun in the holster. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, I, and they were, they were heading to the door and I was like, um, excuse me, officers, everything. Okay. And he said, uh, can you come out with your, with your hands up? And I was like, oh, okay. So I didn't realize this. One of the things that happens during the week is that people disarm the, the alarm. And I didn't know there was an alarm. I just, I'd never seen that. During the week, it's always disabled and the, the tub is usually open. There's usually somebody in there. You know what I mean? So I didn't even realize that that was a thing. I had a key to the hub because of, uh, you know, because that was, that was something that each store had. And so anyway, I had to talk to these police. 
Then uh, I had to get a call from my boss and I had to talk to the boss of another place who chewed me out, you know, chewed me out really bad. And uh, yeah, and then I, I dealt with that for, I, you know, I dealt with anxiety of, of that, like after a couple of weeks. Um, I, I thought my, I thought everything was over. I was like, oh my God, the police had to come in and all that stuff. You know what actually made me feel better was uh, somebody ended up, one of the policemen ended up saying, oh yeah, this is just like the best pro shop uh, case that we had last week. I was like, Oh, so it wasn't just me. So listen, you know, you mess up sometimes. Okay, it happens. Uh, while I was telling that story, actually, I haven't thought about the story for a while. It, it, my anxiety was raising just a little bit. But listen, there was. I mean, even though I'm not, I'm not even in that job anymore. You know what I mean? This, this is how anxiety kind of holds us captive sometimes. And I, I totally get it. Right? You're in that situation right now. And listen, you're gonna feel a lot of anxiety if you're anything like me. Right, you're gonna feel a lot of anxiety for a lot of weeks. Now, granted, my boss was very cool about it. He's like, "Listen, you didn't know," and I was like, "Oh, thank you, dude. I I didn't think about that." And listen, um, people are gonna have different ways of coping and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just make sure a you take responsibility responsibility for what you did. Uh, b you realize that hey, even if you do have anxiety about this, um, I still want to do better at the other parts of my job. Like focus on the other parts of your job a little bit more. And you know, get to where you can you can um, you can exceed in those in those t- as well. And then you know, maybe one day you can uh, you can get to a point where you can get to a point where you know you can get that raise. Um, if something does happen, like you know, I don't know what your job is like. If something does happen and you are released or anything like that, um, then fine, it is what it is. But don't yeah, don't don't leave the company for this. Right, right. Like like I said, my old therapist used to always say. Uh, never use your social anxiety as an excuse to leave somewhere to, to get out of a situation. Okay. If it's for an actual, if you have an actual reason, right. It's not like, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, if you, if you, Oh, I have really high social anxiety, so I don't want to go. Uh, I don't want to go to the bar or, you know, I, sorry. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm sober, so I don't want to go to a bar. It's like, no, 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 that's you're sober. You don't want to go to a bar. I get it. Okay. Um, but if you have social anxiety and it's like, oh, I don't want to go to this get together, go to the get together. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you're in this job, stay at the job. If they don't fire you, then that's wonderful. Okay. If they do fire you, then that's something you have to deal with, but don't, don't leave there just because of your social anxiety. Trust me. It, it, and probably it's not going to be as bad as you think. And if it is, then you just have to deal with it there. Okay. So good luck with that, everybody. Hopefully everybody work, uh, all of that works out. As always, guys, don't forget you can check out all things casual in the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. I will also have the subreddit in the description box down below. But never forget to keep it casual.